You are listening to the Calm Down Podcast, the podcast where candid, thought-provoking, and rare conversations happen while amplifying people's stories around the world. Here, we take it one day at a time and also rant on simple cuts people don't observe or are just oblivious to. I am your host, Viola Ekene. I am an on-air personality, podcaster, YouTuber, and content creator. Hey Calmers, welcome to episode 48 of the Calm Down Podcast. So good of you to click the play button to listen to this episode. When I got the story featured in this episode and the perspective it really shed light on, I was so happy because it is indeed a very, very sensitive topic. Now, the story in this episode begs the questions, why do people cheat? What do you do when you find out your friend or loved one is being cheated on? Do you tell the person being cheated on that the person they love is cheating on them? How is cheating handled in a relationship? And why do some people not walk away? You know, for some people, they tell you, oh, once I'm cheated in a relationship, that's the game changer, that's the breaker, I'm not going to stay. But why do some people not walk away? Where do we draw the line in relationships? And also, we get to understand the dynamics of today's relationship. I am so grateful for this episode, and I promise you, you're going to love everything every part of this story. First of all, I really want to say thank you so much, Gracie Emo, for sending me that beautiful voice message. Y'all, I was just, um, you know, walking on my phone and then I got a notification that someone sent me a voice message on Instagram. And then I opened the direct message and listened to this amazing voice note. It was so, so encouraging. She took her time to go through the page. She loved the content and she had this to say. Thank you so much, Gracie Emo. I'll be right back after Gracie's voice message and then we head right into the story. Hi, good evening. I'm sorry I'm sending a voice note. I don't know how else to explain what I just felt right now going through your feed. Wow. I love, love, love your podcast. I love everything you do. Well done. Well done. Thank you for the stories. Thank you for everything. I know you don't know me, but I just have to do this. Great work, dear. Great work. Thank you for being who you are and doing this for everyone. God bless you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you so, so much, Gracie. I don't know if you were smiling while listening to that, but these are one of the reasons I keep on moving, knowing fully well that some people understand my passion for this and some people appreciate the content, the extra miles I go to make sure that each episode has amazing content that you will love and I'll also love because we are both also doing this podcast together. So this means a whole lot. Thank you so much once again, Gracie, for this. I really, really do appreciate it, okay? Now, this episode is sponsored by Asia. So Asia Scents makes candles and perfume oils that are made out of essential oils, you know, that are extracted from plants, which is very, very therapeutic. And it has tons of advantages to the human body. Um, Another advantage of the amazing perfume oils and candles is that they are super duper portable in size. So that means you can carry it around, especially if you want to travel. They're not bulky, they're not heavy, and also they are aromatherapeutic and it gives your home a very sweet smell. That is one thing I love about scents candles. Scented candles takes your house from like zero to hundred. It gives it this welcoming aura. There's just this thing about scented candles. And for the fact that it's also made out of essential oils is, you know, a very huge plus for me because these days I believe that we should all be tilting towards cleaner products, towards organic products. And I am so happy that this brand has made it 
part of their purpose. Honestly, I am super excited about that. If you want to check out Asia Scents and, you know, get some of their perfume oils and try out the candles, which I do recommend, you can check them out on Instagram at Asia underscore Scents. I'm going to leave the link to the Instagram handle in the description of this episode. Or you can contact her on WhatsApp at... um. 09068063971. I'm going to leave this WhatsApp line and her Instagram handle in the description of this episode so that if you want to reach out to her, you can as well reach out to her. So introducing the person that shared this amazing insight in this episode, this person is the amazing barrister Shalom Imichulu. She's one woman I respect so much and I love her. She's an amazing friend. And when she told me, Viola, I am ready to share my story on your podcast. I was so excited. So shout out to you, Shalom, for sharing your story. Guys, Shalom is an amazing lawyer and a YouTuber. If you are looking for legal tips on, you know, so many things about law that has to do with registering your business, contracts, and the rest of them, Shalom is your go-to. I'm going to leave the link to her YouTube channel. You should check her out. Her content is amazing. Okay, let's head right into the story that she shared, and I'll be right back to share my thoughts on the story. Hello, Viola. My name is Shalom. I'm a Nigerian. And today I want to talk about something I feel not only myself I've experienced, but rather a host of other persons, you know, despite the age, despite the class we've all gone through. And um, this experience is cheating, you know, unfaithfulness. I'll first like to define what unfaithfulness or what cheating is in my opinion. And I deem it as going outside your marriage or outside your relationship with someone, you know, that is not introduced to the society or to someone or some or persons close to you as your um, recognized partner. Okay, you're going outside the recognized partner that you have to seek activities, to seek intimacies that peculiar to what you should share with um whom the society or whom the love your loved ones your loved ones know is um your partner. Okay, so my story is stemming from my personal experience and from things I have actually, you know, heard and persons that have come to me personally. I have been in a relationship where my partner was cheating on me and recently a, a young boy came to me and was complaining, telling me how he was confused at what to do because he realized his mom was cheating on his dad. And recently I read on my friend's blog, a girl was asking for advice online because she realized she saw her father in a supermarket with a younger lady and they were being so affectionate and displaying romance in the store. So you see, this topic of unfaithfulness or cheating doesn't only rest with the partners in such a relationship. It affects everybody around the relationship. It affects the friends, it affects the children, it affects the relations, particularly when you're being unsafe about it and these people know you're being reckless and you're being disrespectful about it. It can be quite a challenge for someone to realize that someone they know is going outside their partner. It can be such a huge challenge because they do not know 
what to do or what to say or how to act, particularly because this person's care about the person being cheated on. You don't imagine your dad is cheating on your mom or your mom is cheating on your dad and you found out and you 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 might even know the person is being unsafe, especially sexually. You know, how do you come in to really care or how do you come in to help this person you know is being cheated on or is being treated unfairly? So um, this is a topic I want to talk about because I believe it's usually shoved under the carpet. It's usually not being spoken about because it's a very sensitive topic. And personally, I've gone through it and I want to share things I think would help people if they ever found themselves in that sort of a situation. Firstly, if you find out that someone is cheating on you, I want you to realize that there's no wrong or right thing to do. Okay, whether you choose to stay or whether you choose to go all depends on so many things. You can't just um, opt and leave if you've been with someone for 50 years to some people, but some people, they feel it's a ground. Whether it's been with you for 20 years or 25 years, I don't care. Once you've cheated once, I am stepping out of this relationship or um, of this marriage, you know? So there's no wrong or right thing to do at that instance. The only wrong thing I perceive you can do is being irrational. That is taking decisions or performing certain acts that you would later regret. Things like um, putting it out on social media, things like attacking the person physically or bringing your children into it. Oh, children, come see your father is no. Things you know that you are going to regret later on. To me, those are the things one should not do. So whether you stay or whether you, you leave, it's not actually wrong or right. It depends on so many factors. Because I've always been a proponent of if I ever catch my partner cheating, I would leave. But you know what? It happened to me and I stayed. I stayed not the first time. I stayed not after the second time. Not after, not even after the fifth time. I stayed. I saw these things consistently. And you know what? I stayed. Despite all my preaching, all my decisions, you know, when I was much younger in age, I'm like, if I ever find out I'm walking out, it happened to me and I stayed, you know, I stayed, I stayed because, because, not because I was desperate, I had my reasons, you know, this person, you know, it's, it's actually difficult when you're dealing with someone quite a narcissist, you know, the person comes to you, you know, I feel there's this um, hard narcissism and soft um, narcissism, you know, Um, it's usually, you know, it's easily, um, it's more easy to leave someone that comes at you hard that's, than someone that comes at you soft, you know? When someone hurts you and is always sorry, eager to please, eager to apologize, eager to swear, never to do it again, those people are actually very difficult to leave, you know? Because they keep you emotionally in a place where you constantly pity them. That's, this is a story for another day, but that was actually where I found myself, you know? Someone that's not feeling um he's not being you know righteous about it or asking you or oh, why did you go through my phone or why did you go to this place when you were in this place you know i was dealing with someone quite sorry you know always sorry always eager to apologize always eager to want to be better i promise i'll do better you could help me be better you know that's someone i had to deal with so leaving was quite confusing for me so um this may be a topic i might talk about some other time in my life you know soft narcissism but um what i'm trying to say is whether you choose to leave or choose to say depends entirely on your experiences 
cases, particularly with your partner. Now, what should you do if you find out that your um, someone close to you is on someone you love so much? Please, I advise you to not tell the other party. Rather, you go to the party, you know, the party that is perpetuating such unfaithfulness or is cheating. And then you pour your emotions on the person respectfully. You say, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, uncle, or hey, friend, you are doing this. And I want you to realize that I would never look at men the same way because of what you've done, or I would never look at women the same way because of what you've done. What you've done, I want you to realize that what you've done is not only going to affect me now, but rather it's going to also have a heuristic impact on my life, on how I trust, on how I'm loyal, on how I see a particular gender. So that they know that there is a repercussion for what they're doing, that what they're doing will not only affect the partner that they're in a relationship with, but it also affects the people around them, particularly their loved ones, their friends, people that care about um, their relationship in general. And then um, the second thing I want to talk about is why people cheat. And I need you to realize that it's not about you, okay? People cheat for all kinds of reasons. Someone would cheat because his wife is always around in the house and he's bored. He feels choked. Someone would cheat because her husband is always busy, you know? Someone would cheat because his wife is always busy and someone would cheat because his wife is always around. Someone would cheat because his wife doesn't cook and the the, um, other lady cooks. Someone would cheat on her husband because he's too rich and he doesn't have her time and the poorer guy that's getting... Um, her attention because he's not so rich. He has her time. All sorts of reasons coming for cheating. You're bored, you're too excited or this person is always putting you on edge. You need to calm down. I've once heard someone say, I cheated because my wife is is, is too um, is too happy. She feels to look at the, the negative part of life like a normal human being. I mean, what? Do you want to be sad? Like, you're cheating on your wife because she's too happy. Well, that aside, I want you to realize that it's not because something is wrong with you or something is wrong with your mom or your dad or your friend or you as a child no the person is cheating because he or she wants to cheat it has nothing to do with you or where you're from or um, whatever it is you're doing particularly what i like to say is if you feel this way have you met me about it have you told me oh you're doing this you're doing that and it makes me feel like that or it makes me feel like going outside our relationship or even outside our marriage you know so it's not a about you, it's not about what you do, how you are, how you look. It's not about if you're slim or you're, you're fit or you're not fit. It's just that the person wants to cheat, particularly when they have not spoken to me, to you about things that are pushing them or likely to push them outside your relationship or your marriage. Now, the final thing I'd like people to know is that you are dealing with a human being. I, this is a book I'm reading and it's called The State of Affairs by Esther Perel, P-E-R-E-L, that's her her surname. And I feel that book has given me an insight, you know, much, much more deeper and closer insight as to why people cheat, how people cheat, why people cheat, and actually how to deal with it. So I recommend that particular book. And if there's anything I've actually learned thus far from that book and from everything in general, it's that people take, you know, this one person and they want to make that person everything, you know? He'll be your comfort, he'll cause you, he'll cause you to be inspired, he'll put you on the edge, he'll cause you to be adventurous, cause you to be really 
religious. He will cause you to be happy. He will cause you to be to be meek, to be humble. One person cannot afford you all these things. One person, because he or she is just a human being like you. We take all our emotions and we want one person to give it to us. That is when you begin to to place unnecessary, you know, power or unnecessary expectation of all your emotions and all your wants in one person. I want you to realize that when you lessen your expectations with people, I'm not saying we should lessen our expectations with people so that they can have the right to cheat. Or I'm not saying that you have the right to cheat or um, you should go outside your marriage because you're just a human. No, what I'm saying is we place a lot on one person and then expect them not to mess up. And when they mess up, you realize that your world crumbles. You know, I would say this, even if you're married, I'm just being honest. Even if you're married to a person, have some emotion still in you. Do not bestow all your emotion, all your trust, all your loyalty on one person because this person is a human being and because this person can mess up. And when you realize you don't expect everything from one person, you realize that Oh, I'm human as this person just is human. I don't expect her to be fat and slim at the same time. I don't expect her to be tall and short at the same time. I don't expect her to be adventurous and phlegmatic in nature at the same time. So you excuse your spouse or you excuse your partner for for having um from having things that you you ordinarily would like but they do not have. So you realize, oh, my husband is rich and I'm enjoying his money, but I also need to realize that he may not have the time. So you don't expect your husband to be so rich and provide you all the necessary and beautiful things of life and expect him to still have your time. He should create time for you, but you should also realize that everything that has an advantage also has a disadvantage. Do not put all your expectations. You can't, one person can make you high and low. One person can bring you up and there are particular and pertinent attributes to a person. So you should appreciate the person, how the person is and stop overindulging the person with so much uh, expectation. Stop. The one person can be your everything. You cannot marriage, you know, relationship, the ring has become an emotional consecration. This is where I pour all my emotions that I'm hungry, you get me food, I'm hungry, you cook for me, you iron for me, you clothe me, you provide me with, you nourish my whole body. Like, why would you even expect one person to nourish you alone? You depend on this one person for food. You depend on this one person for spiritual upliftment. You depend on this one person for emotional compatibility, for emotional stability. This is just a human human being. When you lessen your expectation, you actually even make the person calmer and then it actually um, brings you to the realization that you're also dealing with a human person, you know? And um, this is how I feel we should deal with this topic of unfaithfulness, of um, cheating. I really hope this particular um, story of mine and this particular things I've shared resonates with someone. It makes you stop asking those questions. It makes you look at your partner kinder, you know, realize that this is a human being just like you. And if per se you ever find yourself in a situation where you are being cheated on or you know someone you love is being cheated on, I hope this message helps you realize that what to do in such a situation, there's nothing right or wrong to do in that situation except you're being irrational, which would be wrong. But whether you choose to stay or whether you choose to not stay is right depending on who you are, what 
what you've been through with the person, your personal decisions, okay? Don't let people shame you because you stayed in a relationship after you've been cheated on. And don't let people shame you because you walked out of a relationship, let's say a month in, just because you found out your spouse cheated on. What to do or what to not do in that instance depends entirely on you. And if you ever find out someone you love or someone you um, care about is being cheated on, rather you meet the party that is offending and tell the person how you feel and the repercussions of that person's action in your life in the long run and realize that it is just not about you. People cheat just because they want to cheat. And I want to thank you, Viola, for giving us this platform to share our stories. I hope to share much more stories. I have had a lot of experiences I would love people to learn from. Uh, Keep doing the good work and God bless you. You know, when she sent in this story and I listened to it, I realized that I never even had in mind to bring this story on the podcast or something related to this, but I'm so happy. Like, I was so excited when she said she was going to share this and I love the wisdom with which she handled this. Everything she stated is valid. Like, I really, really, really appreciate that. There are some additional things I want to add just before we wrap this up because there are some angles that, you know, I would love to expand more about. Now, I'm going to pick at some things she said. She, she There was a point she mentioned, you know, we expect so much from one person. We expect one person to be our emotional succor, our, where we get our spiritual upliftment. We expect our one person to be that person to give us this, give us that. That when that person doesn't come to that expectation, we get so heartbroken. And the reason why this problem exists is because a lot of human beings on this earth are not self-aware. I have seen that play out so many times. Most of us are not even self-aware before going into relationships or before going into marriages. That is why we go in and we demand so much from our partner, even though we love them, but we are becoming parasitic to them without even knowing. You know, I sincerely believe that everybody should be self-aware. And by self-awareness, I mean, who do you, who are you? What do you want? Like, there are things about yourself that you should know, right? And when it comes to peace of mind in marriage, right, or in a relationship, I've had people that say, oh, I want someone that would give me peace of mind. It is very amazing. Me, I also want someone that would give me peace of mind. But one thing we should understand is that boils down to self-awareness, right? If you, there's a level of peace of mind that you as an individual should have internally before even going into any relationship or marriage with anybody. There's a level of peace your partner won't give you. There's a level of peace no human being will give you. A lot of people are internally conflicted, so, so internally conflicted. A lot of people need therapy. Now, what happens is that people, most people do not handle these emotional baggages that they have and then they move into relationships with it and then they expect so much from the partner. And when that partner doesn't come up to those expectations, they end up feeling the disappointed, they end up filled with rage and they end up doing very silly things, right? So I honestly and sincerely believe that there are some things you should have for yourself. And most times when we say there are some things you should have for yourself, the first thing that comes to your mind is money. Yes, it's good to be independent as a guy or as a woman, but aside from the material things, right, there are things that you should have for yourself. And you should also have healthy expectations, right? Have healthy expectations of your partner. That was what she meant when she said by lessening your expectation. Lessening your expectation doesn't mean lessening your standards. No. Have healthy expectations. Knowing fully well that your husband or your wife can't be this or that. They are just one person. They can't be tall 
and be short for you at the same time. And, you know, it, it brought in my mind um, an, a conversation I was having with a friend and we were talking about something, right? Now, do you know that, for instance, when you're single, right, you have, you know, you have dreams of who you want your ideal partner to be and all of that. So let's take, for instance, you're really someone that is attracted to an eloquent person, someone that is articulate, someone that speaks really well. And then you, along your journey in life, you find someone that is not so eloquent the way that you want, but they can articulate their thoughts, right? But not as eloquent, eloquent as you wanted it on a scale of like one to 100. You wanted someone that is eloquent 90%, but you found someone that is eloquent like 60%. But that other person ticks all the other boxes for you. They tick all the other things you want in a partner, right? And then you love this person so much. You should be willing to forego the other percentage of the eloquence the person didn't meet up to. Why? Because that person is human and that person won't have it all. Now, you should also be careful because when you get married or you're in a relationship with that person, right? And, you know, maybe you go somewhere and you meet someone that is eloquent that the, the way you want it. It can be a temptation for you. There was something TDJX was saying one day. I think I'm going to paraphrase. I can't remember exactly how he said it, but he said sometimes we go outside of our relationships, outside of our marriages, looking for that remaining 10% our partner doesn't have. And then when we get into that relationship to enjoy that 10%, we realize that our partner has been everything that we needed and that 10% wasn't really important, right? So, you know, it's, it's, it made me realize that most times when we are looking for someone, right, we have to also be realistic about what we actually want. So it also boils down with to what Shalom was trying to talk about, lessening and managing your expectations. Like I said earlier, it's not lessening your standards, but managing your expectations. This is your husband or your wife. Yes, they are not eloquent enough, but they tick all the boxes so beautifully well, right? And you should also be careful in case someone comes that is super eloquent, it can be a form of temptation to you. So yes, there are so many dynamics to this topic and I'm so happy we're having these this conversations. It's, it makes it so amazing. I'd love to hear your thoughts, right? I think I've spoken so much. I'd love to to hear your thoughts. Are there other additions that you have? Is there anything you object to? Please, please send me a voice message, okay? You can send me a voice message through the links in the description of this episode. I will have them there. Or you can send a DM to our Instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast. You can drop your thoughts as a voice message and it will be featured in the next episode of this podcast. I really, really do appreciate you, okay? And please, whatever app you're using to listen to me now, I'd love you to subscribe give this podcast good ratings so that we will get more discovered because I mean the content is amazing right that's why you listen to this point okay so give me good ratings and of course do not forget to share this episode with your friends this is an episode everybody should listen because we can be so irrational when handling this you know topics related like this in relationships because it has to do with an emotional part of us and you know I just believe that everybody should listen to this episode to be honest also if you'd love to share your story on this podcast please, I have prepared a form for you to fill in the description of this episode. Click on it, fill the form. It will enable my team and I reach out to you to plan and guide you in recording your story, okay? And please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. This podcast has a YouTube channel. I'd really appreciate it if you go on there to support us by um, subscribing and also following us on social media, all our social media platforms, Twitter at podcast calm, Instagram at the underscore calm, underscore down, underscore podcast, 
podcast, just know there's an underscore after each word in the Calm Down podcast, okay? So I'm going to see you in episode 49. Oh my God, I can't believe we're almost at 50 episodes of this podcast. I'm getting emotional right now. But thank you so much for always being a part of this journey. It's um, it's an amazing one for me and I really, really do appreciate you always, always being here. And yeah, I'll see you in episode 49. I love you so, so much and God bless.